Well, you only live once, maybe not. And this life right now might be all we've got. So let's contemplate the hereafter while we speculate with some laughter about this grim thing that happens to us all. After that final curtain call. But before you take that final breath, let's laugh about, let's laugh about. Welcome to Let's Laugh About Death, the dramedy podcast that celebrates life while contemplating the inevitable. I'm your host, Tim Rooney, and I'm going to just kind of wing this. You know, I, I'm i sitting here listening back to the episode, and it was one of my earlier ones. And, uh, you know, not like I'm an expert now, but I, uh, you know, I've gotten a little bit more conditioned on how to do this. In fact, you'll hear Chris helping me out with this episode at the very beginning. Uh, he's even getting all the recording set up, and, you know, it's a little bit choppy at points, but, you know, I think there's something refreshing about that. In fact, this whole podcast is very just punk rock if you will that's the whole concept with with podcasts in general is they're very pod or uh, they're very punk rock in the sense that they're just underground and people doing their own thing and i think there's something refreshing about it being a little rough at times so you know and i've got a few episodes that are going to come out in the future that are pretty rough and i think there's you know something genuine about that so and the reason why i bring that up is my guest on this episode is very just relaxed and it puts me in a relaxing mood just talking to the guy and it's one of those things that I think I wish more people could do is just be in the moment and be chill I have my days where I have that and I have my days where I'm a spastic weirdo you know I get life gets going and I get all worked up and I get all just pissed off at everything and and uh what I know of this guy he uh he manages to keep it together, just, you know, keep it cool, almost like uh, Winston Wolfe in uh, Pulp Fiction, you know. Here's the whole shit's falling apart, hitting the fan, and he's just totally cool. And that's kind of that's kind of what Abraham Willock is like to me, uh, except more of a, not a, not a hitman, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> he just, he's just got his shit together. I just really, I, I'm impressed by the guy. He's just very calm and very chill. And uh, is able to just uh, be himself. So, anyway, uh, I'll keep this one kind of brief. It's just, uh, you know, it is it is just that simple. Life is that simple. Take it one day at a time. Enjoy yourself. So, here is my conversation with Abraham Willock. And uh, enjoy. Well, Chris, uh, we are Chachi. We are Chachi. So, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, bud. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're recording, so, but if you want, I mean, uh, pretty much I've been fascinated, you know, with the concept of death since I've been really little. Um, I had, uh, my dad died when I was 11. All my grandparents were dead by probably the time I was 13. I didn't really know him that well, but, uh, and then last year I had three close people to me die within like four months uh my best friend uh basically it was like chris or james and chris were my two best friends 
they didn't really know each other. They were almost like two halves of me, you know, on the other sides of each other kind of thing. Uh, James, I'd known for like 30 years. We'd been best friends forever. Mm-hmm. Got a phone call one day from his uh, cousin. I knew what happened. You know, I knew it was either very, very serious, coma, you know, something like stroke, or even more. And sure enough, she was like, yeah, we don't know what happened. And I was like, I knew exactly what happened. So, um, and then... Uh, couple months after that, he and I had a mutual friend who was kind of like an uncle to us. You know, he was about 20 years older than us, and, and we just kind of claimed him, you know, mm-hmm. when, when we were in our early 20s. Uh, it was actually his old grade school teacher. We met him through, like, Amway. That <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> was one of those kind of things, but then we ditched Amway, and just we started just hanging out. Uh, he died. So James died in April. Kevin died in july and then my brother who was the second youngest in age there were seven of us uh he died in august so Mm. it was just boom 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 and then uh you know financial issues that and then in the middle of transition moving out here blah 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 all that kind of stuff made me go you know what i think i'm going to talk about a subject that is very not dear to me but um i find fascinating you know because i think i used to have debates with james because james is interesting because he he went all over the place with his faith, you know, his belief system. Um, he was at one time going to become a priest. Then at one time he became like Baptist and then, you know, Catholic priest. Then he became Baptist and he became like uh, some other type of Anglican type of thing. And then he became agnostic, you know, mm-hmm. and then he he wasn't ever really an atheist, but he was agnostic. And his, his argument for it was, I'm not saying there is no God. I just don't have proof. And I'm like... Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so me, I personally think there's something greater, you know, and I think that all the religions of the world kind of have a name for essentially the same thing. Something bigger than us, something that started it all. You know, I know that most of your major religions and even some of your smaller ones, but, you know, you've got you've got Judaism, uh, 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 Christianity, Islam, Hindu, you know, and, and, and you know, just Native Americans, all different types have... You know, the uh, the great spirit, God, Yahweh, whatever you want to call them, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's also the fact that, I want, so I want to go from that perspective, but I also want to go from the perspective of practical interactions that people have um, with death. You mm-hmm. know, have you had close calls? Have you seen someone die? Have you witnessed, you know, being a first responder, seeing someone die? What was that like? What happened? You know, um, and, and again... Over all of that, asking the person, such as yourself, you know, we can jump right into this here. Oh, yeah, we're going. <laughs> we're sure. going already, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, asking what do you think happens when we die, you know? So there we go. We'll start right with that. Uh, nothing. It's just, uh, I don't know, transition. Transition. Yeah, but- from... Uh, consciousness to non-consciousness from um it's it's such a sorry we it, just played to, to say there. that we to say that we're w- way that we die is is already i think misplaced because i think that we're we're already constant death like death is already a constant okay like every uh single formation of our actual physical being is has involved death along the way like you lose you lose cells you drop Absolutely. cells your cells regenerate you are you're a constant manifest manifestation of death because if you didn't lose your little kid cells, you'd still look like a little kid. And that's absolute. That's a very you good know? point. Yeah, you. Uh, um, yeah, they. In fact, I've, I've I read some uh, statistics somewhere where it's like all of your bodies in your cell, in, in your or all the cells in your body rather, 
regenerate every mm-hmm. so many years. So they're not the same cells in my body right now that there were 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that makes total sense. So so if you're not in consciousness anymore, <clears throat> excuse me, where are you? Just part of the Retur- atoms? Or? Returning. Okay. I mean, I, I think that it's, I don't know, it's it's almost like a quantum a quantum thing. Our existence is like, you know, we are all the particles in the universe and then we come back together to this event horizon that is a, as a continuum or something. Nice. You know, nice. That, and then, and then our particles dissolve and go back to the nothing again. You know, okay. Who knows? I don't you know. No, no, that, that's, I see, this is, this is exactly what I want what I want to get into is <laughs> right. that whole, because, you know, and this is something I talk to with most of my guests at least is, People think they have an answer. People think they have it figured out. And it's like, the only that's that's the cruel irony of death is the only way you really know is when you're gone. It's either absolutely nothing, like you said, you know, consciousness is gone, you become part of the greater whole, You be, your atoms get scattered and become part of that. Right. Or, yeah, there is, you know, some heaven with wing, wings and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? it's what you know that you don't know. Yes, exactly, exactly. So You know, it's one of the things in our lives that we know that we don't know. We don't know. And that's why right. I think this is a fascinating topic is because it's the one thing all of us are going to mm-hmm. experience. All Everybody on the planet is going to experience this. Not everybody's going to be rich. Not everybody's going to be poor. Not everybody's male, female, mm-hmm. you know, white, black, Asian, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody dies. You know, mm-hmm. and everybody has some thought about it. Either it's, I don't care, but it still has come up because it's come up with relatives dying or something like that, you know, or they've got an illness themselves or they, you know, went to school and they learned about it growing up, you know, or, or, you know, see it on TV, you know, atrocities that happen to people. It's, it's in there. It's in our consciousness mm-hmm. as a whole of the concept of death. You know? I mean, I think that when when somebody in our life dies, um, it's a reminder that we need to let go on a constant basis. That we just there that just releasing on a constant basis is absolutely necessary for us to evolve as a human, you know, as human beings. And that what this person gives to us when they give up their body or or when they leave this world, they actually give us our own lives. They give us the ability to realize that right now is what matters. I have to, I have to live my life and I have to like get on with it and I have to do everything that I want to do right now. I don't have another chance to do it. Gotcha. You know, and it's like a slap in the face of like, Hey, get on with it. Are you doing, are you living the way you want to, or are you not? Yeah. You know, are you, are you living your life or are you just kind of like going through the motions and just kind of like, ah, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Just existing. Right. Yeah. No. That, Are that's... you excited about what you're doing today? Totally. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Living life. You yeah. know. That. That's no. That may. That. That's actually an interesting concept as well. It's almost like a. And I don't want this to sound callous or or insensitive, but almost like a little bit of a freedom, where it's like, okay, you have reminded me first and foremost of mm-hmm. I'm going to die, mm-hmm. so make the most of what I've got. Secondly. You're giving me the freedom to live my right. life. Yeah. Yeah. Or just thank you for what being yourself. I don't know. It's like oh, this for me, it's like this gratitude for this person. I mean, that's kind of something I, I was, you know, I talked about with Chris was just like, you know, where gratitude comes from, you uh, know, totally. it's like, um, and you know, the choice of gratitude over resentment or, you know, it's like, that's, that's kind of like my whole, that's 
what I what carries me through is like yeah I always trying to find a way that you know I can be in a, a you know as grateful as I can through my day like every day because it keeps me peaceful and then I'm I have a excuse me a better interaction we're ha- we're both with, having a couple beers with so. the world <laughs> <laughs> this isn't coffee over right, suicide exactly. this is beers over death <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but um uh yeah no and that's and I tr- I'm learning that you know if this if if gratitude and you know, Zen and peacefulness and all that was a martial art. I would be a yellow belt, you know. But I'm trying. There's, there's nothing to learn. There's no, a, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like I don't know. <laughs> we're getting. But nah. it's, it's it's not where we're used to. You know. I yeah, think that, exactly. You know, it's something we have to give to ourselves. Totally. It's well, and we're so it's so ingrained to be, um, you know, this rat race. Mm-hmm. You know, do the nine to five, go and get the toys. You know, whether it's a car, or your house, or whatever kind of stuff, and focus more on that. That validates you as a person. The more stuff and the more things you acquire and all that. And it's like, yeah, but did your life suck? Mm-hmm. You know? How many times do you hear of CEOs jumping off of buildings because their, their stock dropped 10 points, you know? And they <laughs> lost $20 million, but they still got 30 in the bank. It's like, okay, well, I guess your priorities, you know? It's, it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, I, I personally, I 100% believe full-heartedly that, yeah, you've got to be grateful for the little things. You know, that's, I'm, I'm not a big, huge fan of my job, but I'm still grateful I have it Mm -hmm. because there are people who would love to have what I'm doing. There Mm -hmm. are people out there, if you've, you know, that, that have an awful job, you know, doing whatever it is and they're just, and they're, I don't dread my job at least. I'm grateful for that. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's an IT. I don't like IT. I'm an art major, you know, (laughs) so, um, but I've been doing it for so long. It's kind of my marketable skill. Yeah, sure. You know, but it's. Wow, excuse me. But it's one of those things where it's like, if I was, you know, looking for a job, I'd be willing to do just about anything, you know. Um, And, you know, if I had a job that was something I dreaded, it would still be one of those things where I'd have to stop myself sometimes and go, but at least I got a job, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Yeah, same same with me. I'm I'm basically, uh, I I do remodel work. So, you know, I'm doing just, it's mechanical thing like change the physical universe from this to this and collect, and collect money <laughs> yeah yeah you no know, it's, now, i like that and now it's like what you're doing it's basically it's a mechanical thing but it's changed the uh i don't know what even i don't even know what it is the, yeah the, basically the software, universe, the software yeah totally yeah. you know changing little ways that the software interacts with each other yeah you know exactly to that's make things work properly totally you know? it's making this computer do this process a little differently, which it's all ones and zeros, which it's all electrical and it's all atoms. And it's all, so it, it's just changing it on a much more quantum level. You know, uh, we'll use that word. We'll see how many times we throw that in. I don't pretend to even be close to understanding the way that, <laughs> I that don't stuff is crap. I, I just, I fake it, you know, but no, I, um, <clears throat> I think, uh, me personally, when it comes to death, <clears throat> excuse me, I do think there's something else after this, you know, whether we, we may lose our personal consciousness, you know, we may cross over into some other thing, but I do believe we go back to like a source type of thing, which sure. is kind of what you're talking, you know? Uh, I don't even, I don't claim to know anything. <laughs> and we can't, like, like... we can't. This is, again, this is what I, what I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's not something I tell myself to, to, to make myself comfortable. I don't sit there and go, cause I know there are people out there who are like, they believe in heaven because Otherwise, they're terrified. And it's like, you know what? It's kind of like my friend, the the agnostic, he put it best one day. Because I used to be terrified of death. And he was like, you know what? If something happens after you die, 
Okay, cool. Run with it. If nothing happens after you die, you won't know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can I can get behind that, you know. But I've seen too much. I've seen too much weird stuff happen from an other realm that makes me say, okay, it's final. But it's uh, again, death is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's one thing. Is one of my former guests said that. Uh, that death is is not everybody's going to experience death the same way, just like not everybody's going to experience life the same way. Mm-hmm. So that could come into play as well, you know. But it's it's fascinating though that uh, nobody wants to die. Either. Nobody <laughs> wants to die. Exactly. You know. I mean, well, I guess if you were being tortured every day, there's there's those extreme yeah, cases. So. <laughs> yeah. But on the general whole, the general rule is most people. I mean, we wouldn't have fight or flight. Drain, you know, ingrained into us if there wasn't a reason for it. Mm-hmm. You know, if we, if the natural thing was just to die, then there would be no flight or fight. It would just be, except, you know, here's a bear. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know? Thrive, I guess, is our nature. It's Thrive like, is our nature, know. yeah. Like it's almost, we're, I don't know, you look at bacteria, that's like the, the constant death. Oh, yeah. But bacteria are the drivers of everything. Yes. You know, yes. we're like, basically, we exist because bacteria wanted to be able to see stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> they couldn't have eyes without creating this other, like, organism. Yeah. Know? For so, all we know, we're just, we're just their vehicles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, bacteria wanted to experience the world. So, it created <laughs> us with senses and nerves and everything else totally. so that we could, like send this feedback to these bacteria that's funny that's actually very funny that's uh well i mean you know you think about it like i was just doing some research not like uh that i you know i just dwell on this but there's um there's a thing in fact you know this this brings up an interesting point um there's a type of bacterial infection called c diff and i can't remember the full scientific term but basically it's a it's where all the good bacteria is gone it's just bad bacteria in your gut right that little thing right there can completely cripple a person, kill them possibly, you know? And you're talking, these are bacteria. This would be like, this would be the equivalence of you and I and 20,000 of our closest friends destroying the planet with rocks, you know? (laughs) It's just like, we're going to just take part of the earth and ruin the earth with parts of the earth. And it's just like, (laughs) wow, you know? And that's, yeah, that's so, and and it's, it's so interesting that, you know, when you think about it in terms of those kinds of scales that we, you know, in terms of the universe, we could be, our whole planet could be one bacteria. Yeah, know? or does like our thought process somehow change our biochemistry in a way that the bacteria behave well or not? You yeah. Know, do our, you know, whatever we're doing, you know, <laughs> make the bacteria happy or unhappy. And if, you know. <laughs> if the bacteria is not happy, nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Well, you know, and maybe with stress. Mm-hmm. Think what stress can do. Oh, yeah. You know, for all we know, the stress is just pissing off the bacteria. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's, I'm, I'm, t- I'm totally picturing like like a, you know, a South Park episode or a Simpsons or Futurama or something like that with this concept where, you know, mm-hmm. you find out that that's actually the bacteria is what's running the whole show. Oh, you know, absolutely. There is no Illuminati. It's bacteria. Yeah. Got, like this little <laughs> tiny microscopic control room. And, yes. Like, <laughs> It's like right out of a 1960s sci-fi movie, you right. know? It's all telepathic communication. It, just, totally, yeah. Right? Super advanced, but like really, really small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got, you know, and, there, and there's civilizations living in there, and there's little ships, and people are living, and, you right. know, but then, yeah, there's a command center, which is like the Pentagon, and that's in right. your pancreas or something. You know? 
exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, um, in fact, the uh, I was digging through some memories. Uh, I keep a lot of weird memory books, or not books, but uh, items. You know, pictures from newspapers, like everybody does. You mm. know, or most most people do. And I found a letter that I wrote to myself um, about yeah, about four years ago, almost to the day. I went into the emergency room. I was having bad, eh, I'll just say it, diarrhea. Right. And uh, they quarantined me, <clears throat> and they thought I had C. diff. And uh, it turns out I didn't, you know, but uh, they thought I did. And then they came in, and they were, they were telling me, and I forgot all about this, you know, and right. I found this letter. And I wrote this letter to myself. It was C. diff, and then the doctor was like, yeah, you've got, like, kidney failure coming. You know, right. and I'm like, what? Wow, what happened? You know, and they didn't really get into it. And so, and then it cleared up. The kidney failure cleared up. The C. diff cleared up. Everything was fine. And I'm standing out, I'm standing in a gown, and, I, and you know, the gown with the scrub pants. I've been in the hospital for, like, four days, and I'm looking out the window, and I'm sitting there, t- you know, and I wrote this to myself. I'm like, remember this moment. There are people in this hospital right now that are not going to see the morning. Hmm. There are people in this hospital right now that are never going to leave. You know, mm-hmm. I dodged a big bullet. I didn't have C. diff. I don't have kidney failure. Although that's plagued me a couple times throughout the last few years. Right. But again, it's still clearing up. It's probably the meds I'm on. But, uh, you know, remember this moment because it's those little things. It's, you know, there are people who would beg to just be able to see the sunlight again, mm-hmm. you know. And it comes back full circle to what you were talking about earlier of just living your life. All of this other crap is trivial, yep. you know. And that's that's one thing I have to remind myself, you know. But, um, And it's always just a process, you know. We just try and, I don't know, we got to give ourselves the best life we can. Exactly. We owe it to ourselves. Yeah. It's and it's nobody else is gonna do that. New. No. And it's uh hard to I don't know, it's responsibility for the power that we have over our own lives. Oh yeah. You know, it's like that we you know, if we can leave parts of us that we don't like behind, that's that's a good death. Yeah. You yeah. know, like oh, when I was, you know, doing crack and killing hookers that was a, I, I gotta i gotta kill that guy did you do that too that no, was a hobby of mine in the 90s but uh, <laughs> no but uh yeah exactly you gotta you gotta get rid of that guy yeah, bad habits you know you gotta drop him <laughs> no. No, uh, um but yeah exactly so it's like if you can you know and there are people who say people don't change i don't right. i don't agree with that no you know? we're we're a constant change that's yeah. all that's all we got i mean it, yes you know if we're just like i'm not what I was yesterday or and physically, not. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Physically you weren't what you were 10 years ago because yeah, of exactly. like you said, the atoms have all changed, you yeah. know? So yeah, they swapped out, they swapped out. And it's <laughs> like, and if you were to do that overnight, you know, it would be rattling, mm-hmm. you know, but we don't notice it because it's over a period of years, you know? Um, but I think I, isn't it something like we lose like a billion skin, skin cells a night or something crazy like something that? Something like that. Yeah, it's so astronomical, but we don't notice it because we've got quadrillions of them. So, but um, yeah, you know, if 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 you can change, and if you can, yeah, lose that part of you that you weren't happy with. I, I like that concept. You know, that's what that's keep what you like. Leave a good legacy. Don't leave that shitty legacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but uh. Resentments. You yeah, know, you can, exactly. You can forgive anytime you want. You know, it's you can, totally you know, yourself, anyone else. You can, I don't know. You can let it, let it all go. Yeah, know? yeah. That's uh, there was a um, thing I shared on the Facebook page recently, and it really struck me. Somebody posted it, and you know, there's people on Facebook. 
90% of Facebook is either politics or kittens, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, there's this little bit of stuff, though, that people send out there as, like, motivational stuff. Like, no, we're getting through this. We're going to make it through it. Just keep going, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And with life in general, you know? And uh, it was this thing that someone shared, and it was a story, you know? Oh, and it was me. of a... No, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> you're in good company. Uh, there was a uh, 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 college professor in this little story, and he says, there are what was it, like 86,000 seconds in a day. And if you had $86,000 and you lost $10, would you spend your whole day trying to recover that $10? Of course not. So if somebody pisses you off in 10 seconds, why waste the rest of your day mm-hmm. fuming over that? And yeah. I'm like, that's perfect. Absolutely. You know? And that that's totally makes sense because, again, you know, you have the power of you. Like you said, you've got the power of you. Nobody else really does. It's how you react to it. And... It's hard to do sometimes. Though. Oh, it's very hard to do. Yeah, I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, but it's, if you can at least learn to say, hey, you know what? It's. I need a minute. I need a minute. Yeah, yeah. I you need know? a minute. So you, yeah. so you lose 60 of those seconds. You lose 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah. At least to get improved the interaction with everybody else. It's like, you know, it's, you know, the next person that you talk to, they don't need to be abused by you exactly exactly you know can you give yourself a second all right i need to drop that and then like you know get back to enjoying myself it's totally totally you know because otherwise it's a butterfly effect right because you do it to them and they do it to other people and that's why you know that's why you see the assholes in traffic you know yeah that's why we see the assholes in congress (laughs) yes (laughs) exactly you know they're they're just spending all their money on that (laughs) all their seconds are spent on bullshit but uh it's just you know I think I was talking with a with a coworker today, and it's like, you know, if people if people are going to be people, you know, if 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 it was easy to teach people, the one thing we would teach them, you know, if people would actually listen and absorb, you know, because people don't listen, they don't, they're so in their own world, they're the they're the star of their own movie, you know, mm-hmm. um, but if you could actually get people to listen, on a whole, <clears throat> we would solve every problem. You know, we would solve war because it would be like, hey, you know what? We're all the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if people were to actually go, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. I mean, yeah, it's it's way easier to forgive somebody who cut you off in traffic than someone who killed your brother. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole different level. Sure. But if you can slowly start going, you know what? On the grand scheme of things, why should I ruin my whole life seeking revenge after that person? And I've I've seen... I've seen YouTube videos where people had something horrible happen to them or their loved one, and they forgive, you know, and, they, and their family members. There was a woman who uh, uh, survived the Holocaust. She was one of twins, and they did, they did uh, um, experiments on the two twins because they were fascinated with twins. You know, let's do this to them and see how it varies, et cetera, et cetera, which is just inhuman is a, is a gentle word for that kind of shit. Oh, but uh, she survived. Her twin died sometime in the 70s, and she's like 90-something now. And, uh, you know, she, she had such horrible things done where they basically just left her for dead, and she struggled to go drink water out of the dripping faucets and all that kind of stuff. She survived. She got out of the Holocaust, and she, her, she made it her mission to basically, essentially in, in, in broad terms, forgive them. Sure. And she's had people say, why the hell would you do that? And I can understand their point. But in the same sense, she's like, 
what good is going to do me? That's beautiful. Yeah, it, was, it brought me to tears. I was just like, holy cow. That's the transformation of humanity. I mean, yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's you know, what the, we should all be striving no for. No matter what, we can forgive each other. Totally. I mean. That's way more powerful than hate. You absolutely. Know? So, and that's, <clears throat> I just wish more people would learn that. Yeah, well, that's her, you know, that's the power of taking over your life. You know, she, you know, let that negative part of herself go. It, it, and it's exactly it. Yeah. You know. That's what she did. Saying that this isn't useful. Yes. And you know. so then she went on to have kids and, you know, mm-hmm. grandkids and all that. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, why should I ruin the rest of my life? You yeah. know, yeah, that was horrible, but I survived it. Yeah. You know, and, and I have my life now. And I have my life now. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's a simple concept. It's just not easy. You know, it's very simple. Be cool to each other. Be decent to each other. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. You know? But is it easy? No. <laughs> you uh, know? It takes, I mean, responsibility is ability to respond to a situation correctly. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not necessarily, you know, paying your bills on time or whatever, which is always good. You know, it helps. Yeah, those help. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you can respond to what's in front of you appropriately, that's responsibility. And, yes. You know. Um, and I have gotten better at that, but it is still hard. You yeah, know. being able to say I don't, I don't want to be mean to the next person that I run into because the last person was negative to me. Yeah, yeah, you know? and that's it's almost a it's almost a type of pay it forward. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that that makes total sense. So, yeah, I uh, <clears throat> man, I should have taken a uh, mucinex type thing. It's all good. <laughs> I uh, I get that every once in a while. Again, it's the medications I'm on that causes congestion. I'm going to get into my whole medical history here. So anyway, when I was about 12, <laughs> no, but, uh, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult, but it's, it's so simple, you know, I mean, every religion or most religions have had some kind of form of that. Yeah, really. Um, sorry, we almost knocked the water over. People are going to be like, yeah, really? I just said every religion. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's, it's the root of our humanity to be one of two things. And it's either monsters to each other or angels to each other. And unfortunately, you know, and that, there's there's a tendency, depending on the situation, to easily go one or the other. You know, people, how many times do you see like bar fights or how many times do people go and shoot up a place or how many times, is that necessary? You know, it's just... I don't know what causes that. I don't, you know, people get angry and they, and they do the most extreme thing to each other. I almost had a guy pull a gun on me one time because <clears throat> he almost ran into my wife and I, and of course, reactionary, I gave him the finger right? and he backed up, followed us, got up on our ass, chased up, got to us at the light. And I'm like, you know, I, I almost got out of the car and I see him like reach for his side and he's like, what are you going to do about it? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, cause it was just like, dude, you were in such a hurry. Why are you now taking the time to chase us? You know, because he, he had to cut in front of us and get in the turn lane when he could have easily just stayed behind us to get in the turn lane. You know, and it's just, why do people have to do that kind of garbage? Uh, it's just this self-obsession, you know. Thing. Yes, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, everybody's, like I said, everybody's a star of their own movie, and sometimes they don't care if they kill off the extras. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> but, uh, so... 
Anyway, you and I, before we started recording, we were talking about uh, something that I'd like to get into because I found it fascinating. Um, Right. uh, I heard from your... uh, uh, it was either on the other podcast or when I talked with you a little bit after uh-huh. um, uh, you'd mentioned about doing uh, uh, the the like native sun dances. I can't remember what tribe it was through. That it's Lakota. Lakota. It is Lakota. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so the sun dances. I did a little research on that, and it's fascinating. Um, could you go into a little bit of that about that? I'm I'm curious. Uh, it's really I I'm a rookie at best to be able to describe it. I just feel like really. Uh, grateful to have been there at all. Yeah. Um, and it's not something I want to take to that I know anything because I, I was lucky enough to be there. But it was, uh, it's, it's, it's death. And in a certain way, it's like it's renewal. And it's their, um, from my understanding, that it's their moving on every year and it's their renewal. And it's like the, the new year basically it's like oh, wow. where everything okay. is you know you everything just is dropped from the last year and you're and you're beginning again and um okay and there's a um you know when the dancers dance there's a sacrifice that they they basically give themselves and they they fast for four days they don't eat wow. or drink water for four days wow. um and they do a four-day purification before that and uh, they're also, you know, you're required to do a vision quest before you go why you dance. And they take on basically the suffering of the people by, okay. uh, by suffering themselves. So wow. it's like, a, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like, G, you know, a, a Jesus, yeah, I was Jesus, say, totally. Jesus is sacrificing themselves so that, you know, the other people will live. It's, yeah. it's very similar in that way of, you know, That's... um, you know, the dancers give themselves so that, you know, that they can take the suffering from the people. Wow. Um, who, who's chosen for these? It's it's just you you know somebody and I've you know I'm lucky enough to go to some go to some lodges and have um, you know a good teacher who's connected with the people who are, who go to the ceremonies and are connected with the traditional ways. And uh, I had an opportunity to do service work there and I worked at the fire and um, it was just uh, really amazing just to be be in that place where I'm. You know, just at service for these people who are giving themselves for the people and for basically the entire planet. That is very cool. You know, to, um, you know, bring, you know, new life and transformation. But essentially they die. Yeah. I mean, they're, they, you know, the first, they fast for four days and the first, first day or two days, they're basically dying. Yeah. You know, and and their bodies are dying and then they, they're really suffering and then they kind of, you know like the third and fourth day is like the healing round. And then, and then there's a whole, the fourth day is all about gratitude. There's always, you know, nice. and they, they always end things with a gratitude song. Now, was this, um, what the research I saw, it looked like they did, uh, a, a, a thing where they had almost like a, like a maypole type of thing. Um, but instead of having just strings that people hang on to, you know, you're familiar with the, the mm-hmm. maypole type of, uh, right. I think it's a Norwegian or something like that. Um, <clears throat> Where they actually fasten hooks? Uh, yeah, were they doing that? Well, they did uh, that. people do piercing, basically, piercing, yeah. and uh, it's—I don't know—it's—it's it's not something that I can really quite talk about openly necessarily what that's all about because each person it's it's very individual for why they do it. That makes sense. Um, okay. So I can't really say this is why it's done. Um, okay. Uh, and it's done for for different reasons for different people, but I, I and it's uh, 
there's a tree that's placed at the center and at the um the day before the dance starts the tree's the tree's taken it's basically a ceremony where um it represents your enemies oh, like okay. all your uh and your personal enemies like your your own jealousy greed anger that sort of thing or or and your and then when you take when they take the tree down it's like eliminating those enemies nice but then there's a whole other ceremony where the tree is replanted in the center of the arbor and it's decorated with prayer ties from all the dancers and then okay. and then it becomes the tree of life the tree of renewal not so it is a total yeah it's a transitionary it's thing a, with the tree a, even too to death to to rebirth rebirth yeah. yeah yeah and then basically when the um, dancers are attaching them themselves to the tree it's basically it represents them giving the only thing themselves that they actually own so they can't give money they can't give anything to god okay so they're giving their body okay and they're okay. also connecting themselves to the center to the source so nice. when they're connected to the center they're actually they're in a whole nother place and they're you know there's a, there's a lot of prayer and a lot of preparation that goes into getting to that place where they're just they're connected to this to the source of everything they're they're at the center of the hoop they're at the that's the cool. event horizon and then when they break that's when they they they're giving themselves that is see um, that's i i love the concept um, it's of... hard to it's really hard to explain and it's and it's very personal and it's very private um, yeah because, no, it's, and, because and... it's it's you know it's <clears throat> And there's... I know you're giving me the DVD back cover description of the whole thing. You know, I mean, it's not like you can really go into too much it's, detail. It's nothing that I even am. I'm not. I'm a rookie, man. I'm, yeah. You yeah. know, I got I got lucky enough to to be there, and I can hopefully share it and give people a good good message to like carry on. That be kind to people, be forgive people, and yeah. like I mean, you want to talk about loving kindness and forgiveness? The Lakota people letting whites be at their most sacred or ceremonies and yeah they, and let that's them, and let them participate and exactly. let them help you want yeah. to talk about in a living example of loving kindness and forgiveness and forgiveness like, totally yeah yeah you know because it's because it's sharing something that they they don't believe it belongs to them you know and it's the that's the unification cool. of of the the medicine wheel the medicine wheel is red white uh in lakota it's, it's black which is the west red which is the north okay um white um i'm sorry black red yellow is the east and then white is the south okay and that just it's all the nations of the world also of the world nice okay that's so that yeah that's and the reason why i wanted to bring this up is to kind of if anything give people a little bit of just knowledge of there's there's other things out there there's other you know, I mean, and, and people are aware of that. Oh, yeah. Know, just... I mean, and the, what happened there is just, like, absolutely the most beautiful thing that I've ever experienced. And there's a there's a true invocation of divine space that happens there that is, is palpable. It's, I don't doubt it. It's yeah. absolutely, um, you know, just well, really, really grateful that I could be there. And still, I'm just processing still, you know, it's been a couple of years since I've been, been to one. And it's... Uh, that's know. yeah well and i feel i, I feel kind of kind of dumb because i'm sitting there going oh wow yeah cool neat you know it's and like it, it awesome is. dude you it know is, and yeah. it, but it's like i feel like i i don't have any words that's why i'm just oh. like wow yeah you know okay. there were parts of it that were really like awesome cool neat where yeah like, yeah we, you know, know we were at another location and when we took the tree and basically they take down a tree that's probably 40 feet tall and, wow. it, and it doesn't take and it doesn't touch the ground 
I did see that from what I, yeah, they carried on they, their shoulders they, and yeah, yeah. I guess they take it down on rigging and then, you know, people hold it and yeah. carry it. See, that's, and it's, it's like, pretty wild. It's, you know, and again, when you're talking, I mean, there's energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many times, how many, when you said it's, it's the, the epicenter of, you know, the, the event horizon, the epicenter, the, the, there's, you know, greaterness there. I mean, I'm a firm believer in, in you can feel energy mm-hmm. in areas, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times do you walk into a place and just go, we got to leave, mm-hmm. you know, just because of that sure. you know, negative, you know, or you walk into a place and you just feel so at ease and it's like, why is it any different? You know, mm-hmm. that right there is at times a thousand, you yeah, know, absolutely. And a positive energy, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I could completely see why you would feel well, that you're, you it know, was done the right way and it was done with good intentions and, um, you know, there's certain ways that it, it needs to be done to yeah. be done according to the old ways. And, you know, it was, I was just very lucky to be there. That's well. And that was one of the things I saw in the video I watched is, uh, they, there was, I don't know if there was a, an intentional removal. Um, I think through, um, well, yeah, I guess it would have been because they were trying to basically teach that out of the kids, you know, turn of the century kind of stuff where they were trying to basically, Oh man. Uh, yeah. there's a book called fool's crow. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with that at all, but no. he, he was a spiritual leader, Lakota people. Okay. Um, during that time from Wounded Knee, um, I don't know if a lot of people know what Wounded Knee, I've, I've, knee yeah. was. It was, it was basically like, it was a, it was a massacre. It was, of, yeah, uh, it was a slaughter. And it was like, you know, it was when the Lakotas gave up where they just felt like the white man was just unreasonable and, you know, ruthless wow. and that there's nothing we can do to. And then, you and know, why, why in, wouldn't they feel that way? Right. Yeah. And then they were put into a reservation system and it's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful book. And it's also a very sad and difficult book because he was, he gave everything in his life and he had nothing. Wow. And he gave everything to, to everyone that, you know, would come through or, um, or ask him for help. And if they asked him for help in the right way, if, you know, he basically, if you, if you brought him a loaded pipe, you know, a sacred pipe, yeah. you know, and you asked him that he couldn't refuse, you know, to help you. That's, um, did, t- did people take advantage of that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, did. exactly. Yeah, they absolutely did. They yeah. were, you know, they, they robbed him. They you know, took everything he had. Um, but a lot of people didn't. And also he was, um, he helped a lot of people. He, yeah. You know, uh, that, that's really the best place to, he's kind of gives a lot more information and, um, I'll put a link to that uh, that book. I'll get that you know later on from you, and I'll put it in uh, mm-hmm. in the, the the show notes, you mm-hmm. know, because I think that would be something. And it I, talks about that transition from when you know they go into the reservation system and how all the different things happen. You know what happened when they went to the reservation system, and then uh, the uh, kids were um, they weren't allowed to use their native language. They, yeah, exactly. they weren't allowed to practice sun dances. That's... Um, that that men were actually imprisoned or killed wow. for practicing. You know, for doing the ceremonies, especially with the the piercing and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Because it's, you know, what's, what's the word? Uh, you're being a heretic then, if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's what's uh, so ridiculous. Yeah. You it's, know, it's when whenever one religion or belief system basically claims the other one as heresy, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the inquisition, whatever you want to say, you know, all those different things. No one expects the inquisition. The inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was going through my head. I wasn't going to bring no it up. But now the inquisition. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> that or <clears throat> Mel Brooks, but, um, <laughs> uh, 
But uh, yeah, that uh, you know, the, the the fact of the matter is, is that it's been happening forever. It's happening now, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like just let people believe what they believe, and you know, love who they want to love, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's it's unfortunate that you know you would think that we've come so far since the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. You familiar you know? with Alan Watts or and, uh, Joseph Campbell? Joseph Campbell, yeah. Okay, um, but. Uh, uh, you brought them up. Why? Uh... Uh, just because you were talking about all the religions being one and stuff like that. But that's what Joseph Campbell basically spent his life work was basically like this is how they are the same. all tied into each other. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Same, same thing with Alan Watts too. He yeah, was, I'm not familiar with Alan Watts, and I only know a little bit. I, he I'm... was like uh, late '60s, '70s. Um, who he went to? He went all around the East, and and then brought some of these teachers and these religions back to London and kind of really introduced the West to some, he was one of the first people to introduce the Eastern the religions, Eastern religions. To, the, to the West. And Gotcha. Yeah. yeah that's, I, I'd heard the name. I mm-hmm. knew a little bit, I knew it had something to do with religion. I wasn't real familiar. Um, but uh, I do know, I, I watched a, uh, a documentary that took that from the flip side of that. Um, it was a, uh, Something my, uh, my my agnostic friend shared with me. It was a documentary called The God Who Wasn't There. Mm-hmm. And it was basically about how Jesus didn't exist, et cetera, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. And then it was like, well, because Jesus was parallels with this person and this person and this person and this person. Right. It's kind of like, okay, you can look at it that way or you can look at it the way that Campbell did. And it was mm-hmm. like, they're all the same kind of people on that side too, right. you know? So the problem is, is that anytime, and, and, and that right there is coming down on people's beliefs. You know, not Campbell, but that that documentary. Right. You know, believe it. Fine. You know, it's when when you start using that religion to put your thumb down on another belief system or on another, you know, people in general. That's when it becomes bad. If you want to believe in a flying spaghetti monster, as long I'm as it sorry. doesn't go out and you know uh, uh, interfere with other people's lives, mm-hmm. fine. You know, when you start saying no, the flying spaghetti monster is the only god. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I'm going to kill you because you don't believe in him. Right. You know, that's when it becomes an issue. So, but, uh, yeah, that's, I'll have to, I'll have to check out that, uh, Joseph Campbell too on Watts. The power uh, of myth that, that just that whole series is just amazing. It's really huge influence on my, where I come from as far as the way I think and stuff like that. And there's so much to it. Nice. The power of myth series that was, it was just advertised on PBS forever. And, but it's, it's worth I'm gonna have to watching. check that out. Yeah, because yeah, you, you can watch each, each. I think there's like four of them or something like that. Maybe six. I forget. I'm gonna write and that then, one down because uh, I want to check that out. Power of you, power myth. of myth. And yeah. what was also just uh, um, since I got a pen out here, I don't like to distract you know people, but uh, when when we're talking, but uh, the uh, uh, Lakota uh, chief that you were talking, what was his name again? Fool's Crow. Fool's Crow. Yeah. And there's a book called Fool's Crow, and there's. Uh, a book by Fool's Crow called Wisdom and Power also, but they're both, um, wisdom in power and power and power. Okay. But Fool's, Fool's Crow is a really, uh, it's a, it's the untold story of like the native Americans from the time of when we're fighting them to modern day. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you mean not Indians? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Indians. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that has always been like, what? You know? But anyway, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so it goes all the way probably from the 1600s through. Uh, yeah, a brief history coming up to that. But coming up to that, yeah, and then yeah. his life, what he saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, 
you know, and, and, and again, that right there, it sure it might not have been necessarily religion, even though they did probably bring Christianity into that, trying mm-hmm. to, you know, bring that, but it was just, you know, our way is the right way. You know, right. your way is not. And that's, you know, it, it's even that in general when it comes to humanity, you know, well, thinking. Uh, Joseph Campbell, uh, in some, he says that uh, religion comes from the word religio, which is the relinking of ourselves. Okay. And it's a, like a, a way of connecting ourselves to our, our source or, yeah. Know, to, and it's a, just a method, you know, of, of relinking. Absolutely. Of, reconne- of connecting. It's like, connecting ourselves i i really need to check this guy out because i mm-hmm. felt that way and mm-hmm. i you know i again i only heard of him i've i never really researched mm-hmm. or anything like that and i felt the same way too where religion is different it's almost like a the way i put it one time is it's kind of like a uh, a prepping right. in some sense so you could put it into concept because yeah, once you, you get what, what's coming at you you don't need it yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. You know, yes, you know, like, it's it, when you, right. it's almost like the lesson. It's like that's that's the that's the schooling. You know, you got it. You know, but uh, you know, but that's interesting though. Is is coming back to what we talked about in the beginning about uh, um, you know our consciousness is gone. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that our our soul or spirit and it's like that is gone because it's if you're praying to something bigger, it seems almost like there were, there should be some kind of connection to that thing. I think the ego is gone. And I think that, that I agree. Then that I agree. That's kind of like once the ego is gone, it's not really, or the identity that we're talking about as being identity. It's I, I don't think it exists at all anyway. No, and that's <laughs> it's it, like it's there like, is yes yeah. I, that I will one hundred percent agree with. Um, uh, there was an interesting video. In fact, I just watched it yesterday. Of uh, sorry, that's fine. That's fine. Try and turn it. Off. I'm trying to figure out what tune it is. Just a ringtone. I'm going to put that as a closing music. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even know if I've got my ringer off and all that. This is a very laid back uh, podcast. But um, no, he says that we don't exist, you know, in what we think we are, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and you should almost check out the video. I'm going to share it probably on a Facebook page here at some point. But uh, um, kind of the same kind of thing you're talking about is – you know, we, he even, he even had, there was one video and I was trying to find it where he basically says that we are all part of something bigger, just playing itself out for its own amusement, mm-hmm. you know, which would come back to what you're talking about. Our id, our ego, our, our personality, everything is just a puppet, so to speak of this bigger thing, you know, uh, like we're the Sims, you know, or something like that, where, uh, where it is, uh, uh, you know, something bigger. And, you know, and then there are, there are beliefs that, well, you know, you go to heaven, you go to hell. It's like, uh, do you, you know, we don't know, maybe we don't know, but, um, I personally don't believe in, in either. I believe in, like you had said it just in a different terms, just again, in, in the way my belief system works is we become something bigger than ourselves. We become part of that. And, you know, it was described to me where, cause I was like, well, how can you lose your consciousness? How can you lose your individuality, but still be you? And it's like, well, you kind of won't be you, but if, and, and it, it, the analogy that was told to me is a drop of water, a raindrop can go and become a puddle, can mm-hmm. go and become the ocean, Yeah, you know? And it's like, okay, that That's makes a sense. great analogy. Yeah, it's, yeah, totally. And it makes sense because you're still water. You're still a raindrop. You're just part of a greater, bigger, you know, raindrop. But I think if we know that dying is good in a way. 
mm-hmm. you know, that we can let go of anything we want to and we are not what we were and we can constantly reshape our lives. I Definitely. Mean, that, you know, that's the, you know, the best thing that I can try and get across or I, if I have anything to say at all that, that we can, we can change we can con- and we are changing. Constantly. We are changing. Which we changed you know, just in this conversation. Absolutely. A little tiny part of us did, but we changed. Physically mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's you know, if if we can physically change, why can't we spiritually change or mentally mm-hmm. change, however you want to look at it, you know? Um yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that too because it's it's a case of uh you know, it, to think that we are locked into one thing, hell. There are politicians that will change parties, mm-hmm. and their belief system will completely change. You know, one in particular who was on a whole different party, who's now on a different party now, mm-hmm. and we all know who it is. You know, it's it's, um, you know, and I'm not trying to get into politics, but people change. My friend was going to become a priest, and then he became agnostic. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, and some would argue and say, well, he's always kind of was then, sure, but he wasn't a hundred percent that way. Mm-hmm. You know, he was. 60 40 or you know 80 20 but he was a hundred percent on the on the other side you know intention makes all the difference i think what's that intention intention absolutely yeah Yeah. intention is where honestly intention is almost where it's all about you know yeah i agree you know it's it's you if you intend to do something for somebody and you don't that's almost it's not quite as nice as getting the brand new car, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but if they wanted to, they really wanted to, hey, that's almost as good, you know? Mm-hmm. But it, putting it into a uh, into a different, you know, on a much simpler thing, you know, I really wanted to make it over tonight to, to hang out and watch that, your favorite movie, but I couldn't. I mm-hmm. intended to, but I couldn't. And if you genuinely know that, then, you know, that's, again, that's almost as good as being like, yeah, I was there, you know? And of course, there are certain circumstances where intention doesn't account for much, but for the most part, if it's good intentions, you know, if now, and on a flip side, if it's bad intentions too, you know, if you intended to have someone bumped off, but you accidentally talked to an undercover cop, <laughs> the intention is still there. I don't know, maybe I'm not, that's not specific enough. <laughs> I only think of that because I was watching a, uh, I like, I watched a lot of YouTube and it was, uh, it was some, some musician who basically it was, it was musicians who ruined their lives in like 10 seconds <laughs> and he talked to an undercover cop to have his wife bumped off, you know, he did some time. So I don't remember who it was, but, um, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I like to come up with specifics sometimes, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yeah, I, um, I think it's a good place to stop. The only problem is, is I can't really log out because I don't remember Chris's password. And let's see if I can guess it right. I mean, he told it to me one time. We'll leave this. I got it. (laughs) First try. Nice. So, uh, yeah, what we'll do then is uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, Is there a... I like to I like to try when I remember this. Uh, you have any final words? <laughs> uh, be kind to each other. Perfect. Love it. I appreciate you coming <laughs> out, man. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, definitely, man. We'll have to. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to catch one of your shows here. Do you? Uh, um, you you know what? You mentioned you had a show coming up. Uh, August 31st at Three Kings. Three Kings. A little ways out. Yeah. Okay, it's a little ways out, but you know we don't know when this is gonna air. So yep. <laughs> if it airs, you know we'll, we'll put we'll put it on the end. But I'd rather have it here, come from your voice. So awesome. August thirty first, Three Kings. Yep, Alexander in the Big Sleep. 
Perfect. And Alexander, in the big sleep, Alexander was, uh, uh, he was on Coffee Over Suicide. Yep. And he played a couple tunes at the end of that, so that was Yeah, because cool. we played a couple of shows with him, with Chris back in the day. So exactly. It all comes around. <laughs> it's definitely, what I've heard of, of your guys' stuff is very good. Oh, thank you. I like it. Yeah, no, I definitely like it. So, uh, again, it was good talking with you. Thank you, Abraham. My pleasure. Excellent. Thank you. Well, there you go. That was my conversation with Abraham Willock. Uh, interesting guy, very chill, very just a good way to look at life. You know, being just in the moment and being grateful, and uh, it's it's very comforting. So, anyway, uh, definitely go check out Alexander and the Big Sleep at Three Kings on August 31st. Should be a good time. I honestly wish I could make it. I can. I've got prior arrangements, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it should be fun. So anyway, uh, in the meantime, you know, as always, have yourself a good day and have yourself a good life. Watch out for each other. <laughs>